Welcome to Political Coffee, your one-hour thought-provoking news and commentary as you begin your day. And now, here's your host, Jeff Croft. Hey, everybody. Great to be with you today. 503-589-1220 is that Power Buick GMC talk line. 503-589-1220. Emails to Jeff at 1220.am. Jeff at KSLM. Dot news. Friends, do you believe the election results nationally? Even here in Oregon. Hmm? Do you? I don't. What I do know is that we are peeling back layers of that young onion. Okay, one layer at a time. The sophistication of how the steel is accomplished has developed over a long period of time. As I've said at our political coffee clatch meetings, it's going to take some time to get it figured out. It's not going to be easy to peel back these onion layers. Now, many of these, and Ronnie, hang on, I'll get to you in in a bit here. By the way, if you want to send me an email, because I've got a great email from um, Jim. It's about why he quit the retail business. Not hard to figure it out. This is a product of our, quote unquote, woke society and corporate America being woke now look here's the deal folks what if I told you it doesn't matter about all of these other things that are important and we need to peel back things like how many phantom voters are out there that's important we need to know that and we need to, we the people need to stand up and force the sheriff and the county commissioners to deal with it, to deal with the county clerk, who apparently is not really that interested in fixing the problem. And he's not alone because most other county clerks aren't either. They're the typical ostrich burying its head in the sand. They don't really want to see what they kind of know is going on out there because some of it just doesn't make sense. But here's the point I'm getting at. What if this steal is accomplished through the software and the machines? And because no one will let us look inside the machines so far with the exception of Tina Peters in Colorado. We don't know how that steal is being accomplished. Yes, we need to be watching ballot boxes, and we did. 
because 2,000 mules was real and is real, and it's happening in Oregon. We need to find phantom voters. We need to find illegal voters that are voting illegally under Oregon law. And we need to bring that stuff to our sheriff and our county commissioners and demand action. But what if all of that pales in comparison to the software manipulation occurring inside the machines that nobody gets to see? Well, there's an interesting piece about this, and I want to talk about it. It's, it's an American thinker piece. This is enti- it's by Jay Valentine, and, it's, and we've talked a little bit about this guy before. The headline from yesterday's article is, Here ha- here's how they did it. Real-time election fraud. Now, this goes hand-in-hand with a Gateway Pundit article from today, well, from yesterday. It says, finally, 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 a national group uncovers real-time Democrat election fraud. Here's how they did it. This is this piece posted by Jay Valentine. And I'm going to tease you with this because I do want to get to the phones here. Database latency. That's how they did it, folks. Database latency. This is important to know. Because this is how this is being done. And Mike Lindell is spot on it, folks. And so is Jay Valentine. And so is Dr. Frank. The steal is happening right before our eyes, and no judge yet has let us look inside the machines. Now, just think about this. If there's nothing wrong inside the machines, why won't they let us look at them? And like Mike Lindell brought up the other day, you don't have to let all of it be seen. Only the judge, you could do that. Only the judge gets to look inside the machine. And see the data manipulation that we know happens. That happened on November 8th in real time. That Mike Lindell watched. Now this is part of what Jay Valentine is doing to folks. Folks, how do we fix it? Well, we keep unpeeling the layers of the onion. One layer at a time. It would be nice if the Oregon Republican Party would help. Heck, it'd be nice if the Marion County Republican Party would help. I guess they're not doing a lot. At least when it comes to the voter integrity side of things and the voter transparency side of things. 503-589-1220 is that power. Buick GMC talk. Let's go to Ronnie. Ronnie, good morning. How are you? I'm doing good, brother. I'm outside of uh, Sacramento, California, waiting for a load of trees so I can offload. But oh. nevertheless, thank God for the rain. Thank God for the Lord. But you get good, the latest rears yet. And you mentioned the man already, Mr. Lindell. He was on Flashpoint on Rumble. And make a long story short, he is running 
for chairman of the RNC. Yes, now, he is. Isn't that interesting? And here's my suggestions to my county members of the Republican Party. Because the body is reliant, leadership is reliant on the body that puts them in as servants to the body, Marion County, Denton County, and other counties besides. And the question would be, because we get three votes, the National Committee man, National Committee woman, and chairman. My question would be is, I would suggest that they take a sample uh, resolution from each county of the 28 to 36 counties that's participatory in the Republican Party, Oregon, and let's let our people know that where we stand. Because we have gone since 1996 from a 68% manufacturing economy, and I want you to think about what I'm saying here, to a less than 85-90% uh, service economy. And the problem is this, there's, the pig is always hungry. The budget's not refilled. And at the same time, we downsize in our military, downsize in our infrastructure, downsize in accountability. But that's what the globalists and everybody wants. Look at the shiny object. But at the same time, even within our own party, yes, we have people that want to serve just like the Sadducees, the Pharisees, and the Sanhedrin. But they don't want to serve the people. And my message to all them, and I will forward it to your KSM mailing, what I sent, and I'm encouraging others to do, because uh, I'm tired of losing. I'm tired of us getting cheated. But I will say this. I will give the credit to Cochise County that is holding up. I feel bad for the one county down in Arizona, in Anthem or whatever, that chose and said that he was forced, basically, or else they was going to prosecute him for not turning in the results the way they want. And to have Maricopa County down there go through and says, we're going to do it one way or another, no matter what, it's absolute Marxist cheat tactics. And the globalists and some of the Unitarian rhinos, Jelly Ronald Marx and the Republican Party, need to get pushed to the curb and held accountable. Because, like I said, since 2012, after the Tea Party Revolution, our party as a country has fallen. Our numbers of voters has Supporters has fallen to become NAVs or Libertarians or Independents. And the question is, are you ready to get your hands dirty? Are you ready to get through and do the will for liberty and country of your, and foundation of your faith? That's right. If you're not, right. you need to get, you need to just go and walk to your own Auschwitz. My father helped clean up 15 million between Poland and Austria and Germany. I pray that we don't walk in that way, that way my brother. Amen. This I is agree. a warning from the Lord, and I just give him the glory. I love all you. Right. God bless hey, you. Thank you, brother. Be safe Bye. down there, driving around, delivering Christmas trees. That's Ronnie. Thank you, brother. Thank you, That's brother. That's what he believes. Now, look, folks, if we're going to win elections, we got to deal with why it is there is this massive movement, poll after poll showing, People unhappy with how things are, even in Portland, all over the country. All these predictions about how this has turned out or how it should turn out. The elections, when people are really unhappy. And what's that based on? Based on common sense and historical perspective. Yet all of a sudden, something just happens. And it didn't turn out the way we wanted it wasn't the big red wave. It was the little red ripple. 
How did that happen? Is it because we have vote-by-mail fraud with the mules, as Mark Thielman is alleging in his federal lawsuit? And we'll continue to get updates on that as it moves forward. Is it because the machines are being manipulated? And we can't look inside them. Because the powers that be, the Oregon Attorney General, the Secretary of State, and many of our county clerks, even though they admit that they've been lying to us, Remember, first we heard that you can't, these machines, these vote tabulation machines are not connected to the Internet. Oops. Then we hear, because the attorney general admitted it, that they can be hacked wirelessly. How can that be? They're not supposed to be connected. Well, they're air-gapped. Oh, they are. Well, then why don't you let us see the data logs to see if somebody's hacked to them, as the attorney general's worried about? Oh, no, we can't do that because the data logs belong to the software as proprietary information what are they hiding now all of this is why we have to stand firm and have to get even more involved just like Ronnie was talking about are we going to stand up and you know what if the Oregon Republican Party isn't going to do it if the Marion County Republican Party isn't going to do it, then who will? Hmm? Back in a moment at 6 Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. Hey, by the way, an update for you. It's 22 minutes past the top of the hour. An update for you. The Second Amendment Foundation has also filed a lawsuit against Measure 114. Uh, that's probably a entire discussion uh, for maybe tomorrow's show. Of course, tomorrow's Freedom Friday. The Attorney General, by the way, of Oregon, has, has uh, filed a 41-page brief saying that the delay, uh, opposing any delay by the federal judge of Measure 114. And what's interesting is that the Oregonian story in the first sentence admits this is gun control. Maxine Bernstein writes, Oregon's attorney general argued in court papers Wednesday that any court-ordered delay of gun control measure 114 would result in more unnecessary unnecessary deaths and forestall steps to reduce the risk of a massacre. Second Amendment Foundation filed a second lawsuit yesterday 
I will have it up. My old buddy James Bucall has, <clears throat> along with a couple of other folks that I am friends with, have filed this in federal district court. We'll get into more of that as we go along. But folks, look, here's the reality of this. Elections matter. Did Measure 114, did it really pass narrowly by only seven-tenths of one percent? Did it? If you don't trust the elections, you would question that. Yes, I know, Dale. Yeah. I know. Friends, I'm going to bring you an interview soon that should give you some hope. It'll be next week. It's based on a very surprising but positive thing that happened in Oregon on election night. It maybe is a roadmap for other places to follow. But it's going to take activism. It's going to take some of you stepping up, maybe who never have before. You want to fix what's broken in Oregon politics? Whether it's with the machines or not. You want to find the phantom voters? If you want to find the voters that are voting even though they didn't vote, all of that means some people are going to have to step up. Because your very future, your very liberty is at stake here. You know what this show is dedicated to. To the idea, the concept that you could change your world by having persuadable conversations with persuadable people. If you can't trust that the elections are accurate. Then what do we become? as a state, as a county, as a nation. If you find out that data manipulation is happening because it's been proven and it continues, not just in 2020, 2021, and now in 2022, Folks, at some point, there's over 50 lawsuits, as Mike Lindell points out. Mark Thielman's lawsuit at BattlegroundOregon.com. Those lawsuits, at some point, a judge somewhere is going to say, yep, let's go look inside the machines. At some point, Enough fraud is going to be brought in front of a sheriff that a sheriff goes and impounds machines and says, we're going to look at them as part of my investigation. 
and we're going to recommend to a DA prosecution if they find crime, if they find the willful violation of the law. Now, we will talk. Here's how they did the real-time election fraud. It's called database latency. By the way, I want to thank ProBioscience for being one of our great sponsors of this radio show and this station. Great CBD products using only Oregon-grown CBD, which is the highest quality. You can buy their great products online. You get a 15% discount if you use the the code for December, because that is December 1st, of GIFT. Because we give gifts in December. It's Christmas time. Get 15% off. All natural, all natural products that don't have the dangerous side effects. CBD, for pain relief, for sleeping better, all of it. Database latency. That's the geeky term. Oh, by the way, if you want to buy those great CBD products that got to mention, you need to go to hempandcbdoutlet.com. All in one. Hempandcbdoutlet.com. Database latency. When we come back from the bottom of the hour break, I'm going to tell you how they're doing the real-time election fraud. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. 24 minutes before the top of the hour. I'm going to talk about database latency and how Republicans are missing the boat by relying on it solely. Because the Democrats are light years ahead of us. How? Because they've figured it out, folks. 503-589-1220 is the Power of Buick GMC talk line. 503-589-1220. Emails to jeff at 1220.am or jeff at kslm.news. <clears throat> Did you see that today we're forecasted to have a little snow mixed with rain out there? That means it's cold. If you're not warm in your home or your business you better get it fixed because you're miserable call freedom heating and air and they'll do that for you right away it's what they do really well 503-580-1456-580-1456 check out their website freedomheatingandair.net freedomheatingandair.net What if I told you that in this recent election, it was discovered, this is database latency, and Art, hang on, I'm going to get to you in a second, that a county changed the zip code, the county election managers, 
So right away, your antenna is up that somebody has to be dishonest in the county election. Shop. Could only be one person, by the way. County election managers changed the zip code of 31,000 voters in this county on September 3rd. 31,000 voters on September 3rd. Ballots went out that week because the zip codes were changed on 31,000 legitimate voters. Those 31,000 ballots came back as undeliverable. Somebody collects those valid ballots from post office on September 15th which in my lightning quick mind is 12 days later those zip codes were quietly changed back the national change of address database NCOA that we rely on is one of our tools. It won't pick up those address changes, will it? They didn't happen because they were changed back. 31,000 citizens continued to get their mail just like normal, except they didn't get their ballots. And then many of those people wonder why they didn't get their ballots. And then they go to the county elections office or they try to go vote in person. And oops, hey, you've already voted. What? I have? I didn't vote. I didn't even get a mail. Yeah, well, we sent one. It came back undeliverable. Really? This is called database latency. Jay Valentine writes in this piece today, our bad guy pals know they can change the voter rolls, take an action, then change them back, and who would know? Isn't that exactly, at least in part, what Dr. Frank was talking about? How inactive voters suddenly somehow get Add it back into the voter rolls, vote, and then they get taken out right after the election. Didn't he show us those graphs that happens in every county in Oregon? Basically, every precinct in Oregon. Valentine writes, a thousand voters are changed from inactive, voted, and then changed back. How would we ever know? Listen to this. With lots of complex footwork, you could eventually tell from their voter history file months after the election. What are we going to do about it? Reverse an election? Yeah, right. The new and current ballot gathering strategy mandated by the almost universal mail-in ballots adds pretty cool database games, he writes, exploiting database latency which is the lagging of data that is available 
in the underlying record. It's the scammers' ground game. To Republicans, he writes, election engineering is civics. To Democrats, it's business. And they're great at it. They know, the scammers and the Democrats, that Republicans have hundreds of diligent election sleuths working in basements and dining room tables, checking voter rolls for the dead people and the fakes. They know that those people, Republicans, rely on the NCOA, the National Change of Address Database, and Melissa and other highly latent services as their baseline. If someone moved, it shows up in NCOA two months later. The bad guys are happy to give up a few retail-level ballots that get caught because people like Oregon People's Vote are doing the necessary thing in finding the phantom voters. They're willing to sacrifice a few of those to do what? To hide the wholesale-level ballot-gathering apparatus. They count on it. Now, I'm going to tell you more about the fraud equation because he elicits it. And then I'm going to blow your mind with what the Republican National Committee has been doing. Wasting money and time. All the while. Mysteriously, somehow the elections just don't turn out the way we want. Places like Arizona. Nevada. Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, you know, Michigan, those battleground states, Georgia. This is good information you need to be armed with because it helps you have those persuadable conversations. Let's go to the phones. Art, thanks for hanging on. I appreciate it. 503-589-1220 is the Power Buick GMC talk line. What do you say today about this business? Oh, Jeff. I love you, man. My favorite pontificator. <laughs> that's anyway, right. that's what I do best. I don't know. You do it. You do it well. So, anyways, while I'm calling today, Jeff, I want to make a suggestion that could help us move forward uh, and actually, uh, you know, uh, make some real progress. Not that you aren't trying, my friend. But here's my thought. We need to approach the Marion County commissioners and suggest that they set up a committee to address our issues. And when they set up this committee, then we can have key people volunteer to be on the committee, like Thielman and and others. But the simple fact is, I think we need to be more proactive and use leaders that we know uh, care about their constituents, because I know our county commissioners do, and, and that way, Jeff, we are getting the questions answers, and we know our dang <laughs> elections person here in Marion County ain't worth a dang, but we hold their feet to the fire. 
And this committee has some clout and some actual validation to do the things that we know we need to do to prove all the garbage that's going on, including the machines. Now, so, all right, all right. County, so, so the, the county commissioners, under your suggestion, which is, you know, I'm not, I'm not saying it's a bad one. Uh, because I, I would have to think about it, but the, the county commissioners would have to buy into the notion that there's a problem, potentially, and the way to fix it is to put together a commission that would do real due diligence and come up with the truth. Now, how do we know that the county commissioners wouldn't be wouldn't stack the deck with the wrong people without even knowing it, who also believe that our system is just okay, fine. Okay, you got to hold me How over. We know that. Hold me over, and we'll talk All about right. it. All right, I'll do it. I'll just give you another minute on the other side. It's a good question and an interesting idea. Back in a moment, it's 648. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. Ten minutes till the top of the hour. In a moment, we'll go back to Art more as I'm teasing you from here's how this deal is accomplished in real time. In this piece by Jay Valentine, floating ballots, he writes, are the lifeblood Democrats need to win. And when they do, ballot gatherers know, these are the bad guys, Republicans use dumb technology, relational databases, SQL, NCOA, Melissa, all the non-real-time highly latent systems. Bad guys are happy to watch Republicans waste time finding ones and twos, while the real action takes place by the thousands invisible to these batch latency prone systems hmm you know like the RNC's antiquated big data system that they spent millions and millions of dollars building years ago and they still use and doesn't do squat yeah. Now there's more, and we'll talk about how all that happens, but I promised Art I'd get back to him. So, Art, you're suggesting that a, the county commissioners appoint a commission to look into the allegations Oregon People's Vote has a committee. Them. A, a committee. Exactly. Okay. Well, exactly. And you know how government works, Jeff. Okay. First of all, if we have grievances, and, of course, our commissioners said they uh, would follow the Constitution. They have to address our grievances. 
And so you approach the commissioners and say, hey, we have concerns. We would like to put together a committee to investigate our concerns because that's your responsibility as commissioners. And Jeff, it doesn't, if we get one or two people on the committee that brings forth the concerns, they have to be addressed uh, because you know as well as I do, a committee would have to keep minutes, uh, our concerns would be listed out, and then they have to be addressed. And, and the committee can actually, you know, address the issues in a more professional way within government. You were talking about the Republican Party won't do anything. Well, uh, you know, this is how you get past it, and you start a process where we can actually make some progress. And and this committee, we get people on it like probably Thielman, um, and then everybody that we know that's interested in helping the committee obviously could help the committee. We're going to be addressing the issue, uh, I don't want to, well, I will say this, in a more professional within the system way all right so so i'm i'm gonna let you go at this point um and here's why um it's an interesting idea the question would be is why would we trust a the recommendations that would come out of a committee even though they may have kept minutes and issues by one or two people will have brought forward ultimately the committee is going to vote and the commissioners are going to accept the recommendations of the committee because they're political animals. Even if we know that the committee doesn't address it because they found a way to stack the people on the committee, the commissioners even not knowing it. Anna writes me a text that is pertinent to what Art is suggesting. We at Oregon People's Vote are now going to the Marion County Commissioners. We need to have more people make public comment about their own personal concerns about our elections. Yes, you do. The idea is a good one, but let me tell you the outcome of these things typically. Bill Burgess has relationships with the county commissioners. He's going to make arguments that well, you have to be fair. You have to put unbiased people on this committee. And it wouldn't be Thielman because he's biased. And he's not even a resident of Marion County. They're not going to do that. Now, only when so much, the only way this works, Art, is if there's so much political pressure put on the commissioners from the public are they going to take action believe me they won't they're political animals it's how they think I know I used to be one as an elected representative Michael writes an email how many Republican governors has the state of Oregon had since vote by mail we all know that the whole state of Oregon is red all except Eugene and Portland 
We all know the population outside of Eugene and Portland is more than the population inside these two cities. So why do these two cities dictate what the vote is? Ever since vote by mail was institutionalized here in Oregon, this state has went downhill and is picking up speed. There's going to be a wreck at the bottom of the hill. Rich writes, well, the Marion County GOP had their elections. There was some change in the hierarchy, but not much of a change. It'll be something to watch if that change happens. You talk about hope. And isn't it strange that the GOP is very good at rescuing defeat from the jaws of victory? And hope is dashed again. Only the present group of new GOP politicians can change that constant. Maybe the old guard like Turtle, Mitch McConnell, will take their ill-gotten gains and just leave. And maybe the new politicians won't rescue defeat from the jaws of victory. We can only hope and see what happens. Colm Willis sent an email to Dale and says, thank you for email, Dale. I took I, I will look into the reports of the uh, violations of election laws. I also agree that Measure 114 is unconstitutional. <coughs> well, we'll see. How do they do it? Well, here's what Jay Valentine writes. Here's the fraud equation that we just saw happen. You count the votes, the in-person votes on Election Day. This is in most places other than Oregon. You count the early in-person votes. Then you shut down the system. Atlanta, Waterloo, Maricopa County, everything. Or you just say, hey, we're going home for the night. Everybody go home and then you keep working. Apparently that happened here. Then you bring in the undeliverable ballots gathered when you changed voters' names, addresses, or zip codes, and then changed them back. You determine the votes you need to win. You press the win button. And then you wait for Republicans to file a lawsuit months later. This is the problem. The RNC and Republicans are way behind the power curve, as we say, in flying. And that's very dangerous because that's how you crash. Now, here's the little key, he writes. Rather than wasting time on a batch NCOA, you get a daily copy of the election roll. It's expensive. Listen to this. In Wisconsin, that list every day is $12,000 per list. But did you know that the Democrats bought that list 28 times before the 2016 election? What? I'm not done with this, folks. We're going to talk about it tomorrow on Freedom Friday. Dead home, so many-